0: Does it sound familiar? Do you think that they've been planning this for more than a couple days? What's next?
1: Our great civilization
2: has come upon a moment of reckoning.
0: They already took your free speech. They already muzzled you. The wealthy got super wealthy. This is not Not about about freedom freedom. or personal Personal choice. choice. And the average everyday American The affirmative task we have now, uh, create a new world order. Got used as a pawn in their sick little game. I'm telling you right now, you're a slave. You want to know what the biggest problem is in our country? You're an inconvenience to all of these people. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. T- today is a, it's a hard podcast. It's not a hard podcast because we're talking about Hunter Biden and the rest of the radical leftists that we have to deal with on a regular basis. It's a tough podcast because before I came on here, um, I, was, I like to do a lot of research. I saw that I got a negative review where they said that I like to spread Russian disinformation. So, uh, you know, I spent a lot of time making sure that the information that I put in front of you is real and jake hey welcome to the show by the way i'm sorry i didn't mean to just get uh, good right evening into joe it. how are you thanks for having me i'm good and jake you know that i went before i got on i was talking to you about this and i was like look i don't i don't really know how to deal with this i don't know how to deal with you know what i just watched what i and then somebody else sent me a video of another young lady and it it i didn't i you know i'm trying to get as much information as I possibly can." Um because you know who's the enemy like who's the bad guy in all this and and i in the the war in ukraine and and um you know so i i want to dig into it i want to make sure that i always have true north i don't want to get to the place where somebody says hey i'm sympathizing for uh russia and i'm i'm forgiving all of these different things that they're doing to people and yeah i i you know my problem with ukraine is that i don't want to ever get on the side of the devil like I, I won't ever be on the side of the devil. There will never be a time that I can be on the side of the devil. I can't stand next to George Soros, who uh, is like a, a blueprint follower for rules for radicals, who talks about open societies and creating a globalist environment. I can't get on that side. And it's not that I can't support the people of Ukraine, but this is a this is a terrible story, Jake. Terrible. Does it top? Does it
3: top the video of the the Ukrainian troops uh, shooting prisoners of war with their hands tied behind their back?
0: It's 10 times worse. It's 10 times worse. So let me just tell you. Uh oh man. So I saw a video on TikTok and I go to TikTok and I look for Ukrainian videos. And there's a mother on there talking about don't tell me that you support Ukraine because and she calls it the ukraine I, I don't i mean i don't i mean everybody says if you know all about ukraine you would call it the ukraine and maybe but that's that's semantics at this point but she's talking about the loss of her daughter and so i reached out and i was like hey listen my name is joe Altman. i'm kind of the guy that is looking for truth and i came down on the side of you know trying to break up the cabal in in ukraine she responded within a couple minutes and she came back and she goes, my daughter was raped, beaten and killed, murdered by the Ukrainian military. And I went, well, all right. So how do you know? And, and I, and by the way, I've seen too much. I've been, I've been in, in too many environments where it's easy to fake that stuff. It's usually, it's easy to fake. And I don't mean that to be a, you know, that I'm trying to take anything away from victims at all. But, you know, in Sudan, they had the Janjaweed, the Chadian rebels, the the 43, 14 rebel groups. They had the Libyan army. They had all sorts of groups and it wasn't very difficult to replace uniforms and things like that. And uh, she goes, no, it was definitely the Ukrainian military. And I said, okay, well, how do you know? She goes, because they recorded it and put it on the internet. And that's how I found out my daughter was murdered. And I was like, okay. She goes, I'm sending it to you. So, uh, you know, I, I watched it and much like the videos of the Ukrainian military, actually shooting Russian soldiers, um, this had the same biting effect. You know, they, they did some pretty brutal things to this 19 year old girl. Let's not call her a woman. She's 19 years old. She's just a young girl. She's just. Just getting her her life started, but they beat her, raped her, lit her on fire uh, and then stabbed her slowly to death. You know I'm not saying that war is a you know that there there aren't things that happen in war I'm saying that the when the entire world takes the mainstream media's approach to this and says put up the ukrainian flag you're not actually supporting the ukrainian people you're not you know what and i'm gonna just say it and and i don't like to cuss a lot but fuck you thinking that i have to support ukraine i can support the ukrainian people i I support that 19 year old girl i support the people that that lose their lives because they get turned away from the border. I support those people. How do you want me to support a regime that says, ah, we'll look into it, doing horrific things to their own Ukrainian people, raping and murdering people with impunity. And I look at it and say, there's no difference in what they do in the West. I mean, the Hillary Clinton and her, and her little regime walk through and kill as many people as they possibly can. They act with impunity. So what's the difference? We live in a barbaric world that's hidden behind some sort of uh, like, I don't know, facade. And yeah, so I look at it and I go, <laughs> and, and I still didn't believe that was her daughter. I have to be a skeptic, right? Because the whole world's telling me, I'm mean, a calling me, telling me, hey, Joe, you know, how do you stand up for Russia and push that Russian propaganda? And I think to myself, what the hell are you talking about? You could do the same research I'm doing, you could get to the same conclusion, you can try to find the stories that are really going on on the ground in Ukraine, but that's not what happened. It's kind of like the Hunter Biden story. Same thing. It's a spin that they could do and say whatever they want, at any point. And they can act with impunity, they can act in a lawless nature. And, and, and literally make victims of everyone that's in the society. That means people become the useful idiots or the slaves of these people that act in an evil manner, because there's no accountability. Who's holding them accountable?
3: Our faces. Media, our media and our, our institutions have given them the, the free and clear to do this.
0: So who do we blame again? They haven't given them the free and clear. They are literally become weapons against the people. So by, by the way, I don't care about your stupid bad review. I could care less. I don't care about it. I don't care about that little piece of shit that's running out there trying to say, you can't have, they're talking about Russia and, you know, supporting Russia. Do a little research, but you don't want to do a little research. You want to cancel people. You want to take away a message of truth. That's what the devil does. The devil takes away the message of truth. I'm going to stand up for truth. I think everyone should stand up for truth. I think everyone should support this young girl this young girl who's 19 years old that gets brutalized by someone that says that they're fighting for the freedom, the democracy of Ukraine, you know, fuck you democracy of Ukraine. It's not democracy. That's not democracy. It's cold-blooded murder. It's disgusting. It's like what's happening in our own country. I mean, look at what they're doing. They're literally raping our children. Let me just bring you to this story, which I think is important. In Austin, Texas, they have a a teacher that said 20 out of the 35 students in her class have come out as LGBTQ, whatever you wanna call it. That's not people coming to their own conclusion, that's grooming. And you do nothing about it. You sit on your freaking hands and you let these evil people run through our society. I speak, I talk, I, I get out there. I'm not afraid to fight. I'm yet to have anybody come to my house and really challenge me on it or come to my place of business or, or do those things. Because frankly, if you do that, They're I will get kick smoked. your teeth in. I'm sorry, or kick your teeth in. That, this is what we deal with. And I'm sorry that this is an inconvenient start to this podcast. I'm sorry. You know, wh- where's Tucker Carlson talking about that? I, th- I like Tucker where are we at here why, why is this even happening why are we ignoring all of this stuff and hope it goes away put our head in the sand we it's not going to go away we're talking more today we're going to talk about a report that came out that report literally <laughs> points the finger at joe biden jim biden hunter biden all of them and company newland these people are getting away with stealing everything that we have and we want to say putin is lying Putin's the only one standing out there talking about at least faith and what happened to christians across the globe and you're being told that you have to stand down that hey listen you just have to accept people everywhere where they are transhumanism and pastors are allowing that to go through and you are just literally watching it happen and so I'm just saying that we're we're not in a place where you can watch it happen anymore. We're not in a place where you can just expect it. But you know, where where is Joe Rogan? Where where are all the people speaking up for people, just normal everyday people that deserve to have life, liberty, pursuit of happiness in the United States, and just some opportunity globally? What where is that? It doesn't fit. But their it's narrative. not there.
3: Doesn't fit. Doesn't no, fit it their narrative. There. You know, I'm sorry you, you had
0: you, to you, You've got it you got and I, and I literally had to take a minute and I, I, I say, was breaking down somebody, a minute. somebody somebody called me and literally she says let me pray for you and I I had to skip through it because I did there's parts of it I just couldn't watch but then when her mom showed me the pictures showed me the pictures of her daughter literally just happy and you you think because I have a daughter You think of all the things that you, you, as a parent that you want for your children, you want them to have more than what you had. And I look at that and I look at this and I look at the fact that you have an entire mainstream media. You have all of these people who care nothing about the people. They're too far away. They can make decisions, put their finger on the button and no big deal. Biolabs didn't happen. Hunter Biden missed disinformation. You have people coming forward and actually saying that I affected the outcome of the election. And yet we do nothing about it. They're flaunting it in our face. They're basically saying that, hey, I dare you. Show me your hands. Let's see it. And we do nothing because we just want that one extra, I don't know, pizza from Domino's. I'm really just disgusted. I'm disgusted that, that we haven't come to the, to the moral conclusion that we're in a war and they're taking everything from us. I have to watch stuff like that and I just, it breaks my heart. And by the way, if you wanna know something about me, I've seen a child die of the common cold. I've seen, I've walked into an AIDS clinic in the middle of Africa that's a, that's a village for young ladies that had been forced into prostitution that got HIV. And I asked a girl one day, I said, listen, why, why if you knew the risks were so high, why why did you have unprotected sex? And she goes, well, I just need you to know this, but she goes, you know, AIDS may kill me someday, but hunger will kill me today. And I just thought about just the, the the level of risk that that people are willing to go through globally knowing that they don't have a lot of opportunity that there's not you know there's there there is no you know the government's going to step in and give you two thousand dollars they'll just watch you die I've, i've been in the middle east where i saw someone crash their car and they died in the car and they left them in the car and two days later you drive by and he's still sitting in the car dead I mean, the lack of humanity globally is astonishing. And they're bringing that right to our doorstep by making us accept or desensitize us to, to all the things that we're dealing with right now. Well, what's worse is
3: they're making us wave it on in. They're making the average person wave it on in. Trojan horse disguised as something virtuous.
0: Yeah, I just, i, I want I want everyone to understand that, you know, I'm not a podcaster and it's really not about me. I didn't wake up one day and say, Hey, can you be on a podcast twice a day? I didn't do that. I didn't, I didn't sign up for this. Like I signed up to be a tech guy building technology and enjoying it and building math and algorithms and trying to just, you know, being like a little kid in a candy store. I, I just wanted to enjoy opportunity and what it could bring to the forefront now i sit here as a podcaster and i wonder to myself what have i done i'm like right in the middle of everything and and i and i i enjoy people i don't like people but i enjoy people it's kind of a weird deal like i'm an introvert that found a way to get on a podcast i think that's probably god's blessing of just saying hey listen we're try this why don't you try this for a little bit but but i get on here and, and i and i'm curious i i love data i love information so i i dig too deep and now I get to be in the same position I was before where I dig too deep into just the, the evil of our society. We've got a lot to talk about today and it had nothing to do with this young girl that got killed. And I asked her mom, I didn't want to ask her, but I said, Hey, will you come on the podcast? Um, And I'm sorry, it's a, it's a, I didn't want to ask the question. And, uh, but I asked it and she's like, I, you know, I, I don't know. I need to talk to my husband. I need to. And I said, well, just pray about it. And I said, I'm sorry. Oh, you say sorry when somebody's daughter gets raped and killed. So let's uh let's just jump into this so we can actually understand that that's just another symptom of everything else that's happening in our country. Just another symptom. It's another symptom of stolen elections and the fact that we don't have proper leadership in our country. I mean, that really is where we're at, right? I mean, we're at a place right now where all the symptoms, Jake, are just starting to stack up.
3: Oh, it's coming down fast. Coming down very fast. All the consequences. And there are people to blame for it and they're the people that parade around in fancy cars and nice suits and make it all about you while they really behind the scenes, make it all about them. And people like that woman you just described or that that girl, young, young woman you described are are the collateral damage for their, their treachery against the people they claim to represent. So kind of a hard segue from that.
0: so, so you guys need to uh, hit the share button because what you're about to to learn about right now is going to be the report. And I'm going to let Jake start and drive for the first couple and then I'll just give my thoughts on it. But there's a report that came out of the U.S. Senate Committee on Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs. Um, and this is damning. And it just shows that we're a country at at odds with itself. Go ahead, Jake. The
3: The, the level, I mean, the level of criminality that is listed in the report which i believe was being compiled for the past year and then uh, senator grassley and johnson the only two guys in congress that actually take a stand and you won't see any coverage it's kind of hard the dam's breaking as we've said before but it's it's starting to it's starting to break and it's starting to come out and a lot of people are jumping on the bandwagon because i think when you're discussing the establishment, when you're talking about the establishment, it's like, oh, Joe, you can have it for four years. You can destroy it. Oh, give it back to me. I'll destroy it for four years. We'll both get rich and then we'll go have drinks at the same bar. I, I don't think that logic or that outlook applies any longer at this point. And I think everyone is realizing that it's all hands on deck and hopefully many more are to follow, but. Uh, the report is 87 pages, and if anyone's interested in reading it, I actually plowed through 87 pages today and highlighted some really terrifying standouts. But uh, the link is actually in the description. It is titled "The Hunter Biden Barisma," uh, "Hunter Biden Barisma and Corruption: The Impact on U.S. Government Policy and Related Concerns," and and the majority of this was authored by Grassley and Johnson. Uh, so, yeah. Mister Producer, if you pull up a two. Uh, we can jump into it. Uh, it's a lot of reading, but uh, in in a nutshell, Joe, the executive summary, uh, I'm gonna run through, but in late 2013 and into 2014, mass protests erupted in Kiev, Ukraine, demanding integration into Western economies and an end to systemic corruption that had plagued the country. At least 82 people were killed during the protests, which culminated on February 21st when Ukrainian President Viktor Yan- Yanukovych Abdicated by, fleeing the, abdicated by fleeing the country. Less than two months later, over the span of only 28 days, significant events involving the Bidens unfolded. On April 16, 2014, Vice President Biden met with his son's business partner, Devin Archer, at the White House. Now, Devin is uh, serving a year in jail on recent charges and senti- uh, sentencing for scamming the Sioux Lakota tribe uh, reservation out of $60 million in bond uh, fraudulent bond offerings. Five days later, Vice President Biden visited Ukraine and he soon after was described in the press as the, quote, un, uh, public face of the administration's handling of Ukraine. The day after his visit on April 22nd, Archer, who is Hunter's business partner at uh, Rosemont Seneca, joined the board of Burisma. Six days later, on April 28th, British officials seized $23 million from the London bank accounts of Burisma's owner, Mykola Zlovchevsky. 14 days later, on May 12th, Hunter Biden joined the board of Burisma, and over the course of the next several years, Hunter Biden and Devin Archer were paid millions of dollars from a corrupt Ukrainian oligarch for their participation on the board. Uh, again, to everyone that's <clears throat> to everyone that's listening, go go download the file, okay. print it off, and 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 have some reading. You can pull that down, Mister Producer, but it goes on further to say, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, essentially in a nutshell. Uh, like we've seen in so many instances associated with the Clintons and uh, Obama and the Bidens, you have these resource-rich, uns- uh, you know, heatering countries that, that all of a sudden it just pops up in the news, like Syria, they get destabilized. Afghanistan recently, Kazakhstan recently, and they all have one common connection, Joe, and uh, has something to do with Mr. Soros uh, and uh, investment uh, emphasis and strategy on um, as he likes to call it, under um, under utilized or under advanced countries. So all of a sudden, Ukraine collapses in 2014, and the Obama administration, with with Biden as the vice president, um, takes this stance, this hardline stance that they're going to become uh, advocates of anti-corruption in Ukraine. That being the reason why the revolution occurred. Whether the revolution was organic or um uh incited by uh foreign No, uh, what, it
0: wasn't it wasn't organic. It, you can't say right. it's organic. There's no way to call it organic. It's not even possible. It's not even possible to call it organic. And by the way, I just want to tell everyone, look, if you're if you're not sharing, if you're not an advocate for truth, if you're not the one that's out there talking about the truth that we're talking about today, then you're perpetuating the problem. You're you're putting your head in the sand. So I'm just going to t- ask everyone to share it. Ask everyone to hit the Rumble button because then it'll let the fourteen thousand or fifteen thousand people that are just on on Rumble actually know. If you're on any other platform, just go ahead and share it. I think that the the, the reality of what we're up against is that we have to become we have to become the army of truth. And so, you, you, by the way, let's go back to it. You 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 cannot ever say it's not even possible to say that this is organic that was a. that was a, these people you know where coming it's from. Like the, on
3: that uh, oh i do you know, we yeah. look at the arab spring we look at syria we look at afghanistan we look at kazakhstan you know six things in a row there is no coincidence so it's, it's no it's, there it's, isn't a coincidence it's people just wake
0: thing. up one day and if they, if we're going to have something organic let's have it in the united states where we stand up and we hold these people accountable let's 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 have a 1776 moment right? so right? let's have a boston Tea where we throw these people out, throw all their desks out on the street. Let's do something to actually take back our country where they actually represent our interests. Because right now they don't and they largely get away with it because the judiciary is so just entrenched and they made it so expensive that you don't have the ability to get through the system without them basically throwing stuff out on standing or throwing stuff out and saying, oh, you need a lawyer for that or throwing stuff out and saying, it's too expensive. You got to spend a hundred grand in order to get to the bottom of the truth. And then when we do spend the hundred grand, they go, ah, nothing to see here. We're going to just walk away from it. You let people like Dominion get away with stuff and Eric Coomer, you know, almost run people down in the streets and you let them off because that's the evil that represents in our society. Well, at the same time, attacking good people in our society, like Coy Griffin, who just stood on a wall at the Capitol for redress of grievances and, and talked about Jesus.
3: But you're talking about a family that has laundered tens of millions of dollars and cumulatively across all their friends and and associates billions of dollars of our money. And they'll probably walk. But the guy that exercised his first amendment right peacefully gets run through the ringer and destroyed. So anyway, in a nutshell, the whole report goes on about the dynamic of how the state department viewed uh, Biden's son being on the board of this energy company, which was already questionably corrupt. And, you know, the, the, the CEO of the company was getting hammered uh, internationally with banks. And so it's, it's, <laughs> it's this case of the dark prince, as I like to call Hunter, in that uh, Biden, when asked, or when they were talking about Zoloszewski, Uh, And the conflicts of interest that he had with being the UK seized his funds and it was later acknowledged that uh, as he was being investigated, uh, there was an alleged $7 million bribe to drop the case into his uh, corruption probe, which Biden had a hand in later on with um, getting Shokin fired. I believe his name was Victor Shokin, the chief prosecutor. And so all of a sudden there just becomes this parameter set around Hunter Biden and Burisma in Ukraine as the American narrative. And there's tons of communications from state department officials mm-hmm. going on and on about, look, there's a serious, what makes everyone in the state department uncomfortable. Now you get a few actors in that equation and it's funny because they're still relevant today, Anthony Blinken and Victoria Newland. Both of them were advocating on behalf of Biden or Hunter's well-being and protectionism. In Ukraine, in Burisma, and did nothing. They kept looking the other way. There were there were advisories to say don't criticize this guy after he walked away from uh, you know the the allegations of accepting a seven million dollar bribe uh, or you know paying a seven million dollar bribe to this official. So the 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 case got shut down, and it's just one of many. I mean, it's one of many in the report. It Covers Afghanistan. It covers Kazakhstan. All the companies that are involved. China. There's hundreds of millions of dollars involved i mean at one point they said rosemont seneca had 2.4 billion dollars in holdings and this is like some some, some uh, you know face value presentation value it looks like a bougie uh, private equity firm but really it was set up by a bunch of junkies in a tool shed and then run out because they had some connections and it just became a mo- massive uh, money laundering ring and before we get uh, get any further i want to remind the listener that uh, today's episode is brought by liberty cigars as one of our sponsors liberty cigar company has assembled the first six presidents in one beautiful cigar collection these great men guided our nation admirably from the very beginning in the period known as the early republic each cigar in the set mirrors the personality of the one so honored the set includes a cigar in the name of george washington john adams thomas jefferson james madison james monroe and john quincy adams In honor of Conservative Daily listeners, uh, coupon code LIBERTY, L-I-B-E-R-T-Y, will get you a discount of 17.76% off of the original price of $89. Again, use that code LIBERTY at libertycigars.com to get 17.76% off. Thank you.
0: Yeah, so I want everybody to know that uh, there's a couple of things coming down the pike as far as um, across the country that we're building. And one of them is, uh, you know, I built the technology uh, personally. Um, and so it's, it's allowing us to get rid of, of uh, chambers of commerce and where you can connect to people that are like-minded in your communities to start getting rid of literally the big companies altogether. Um, so that'll be launching here in a little bit. And then the membership portal will be done tomorrow. So you'll have the ability to become members tomorrow. Uh, I'm sorry to be a little bit somber, but I just, I still can't get it out of my head what I just watched, but I want to, I want people to watch and, and understand this. Uh, Jake, we have a um, an interview with Blinken.
3: Right. And so this gets into the bigger picture before we play it. This is is why I say, Joe, as much as you call me a a pessimist, like have hope, because I I really believe there's a faction of the uh, you know intelligence agencies and Justice Department that still exists that actually upholds their duties. Uh, Because from what I'm seeing, they're running around very secretively. I mean, just even look at what Durham's been up to, you know, very quiet, but very strategic. And you just watch Devin Archer run away. Devin Archer, you know, how long would you go away if you committed a $60 million fraud?
0: Um, well, my friend is starting, serving 42 years.
3: Right. So he got a year. And I'm not cliche. excusing the
0: crime, by the way. He got a 42-year sentence. He's serving the time. He was a hedge fund manager. Um, and he is, you know, I, I try to um, I try to do as much as I possibly can to uh, support him over the last 12 years that he's been incarcerated. Um, I send him a little bit of cash and then I speak to him, you know, every couple of weeks and have for the last 12 years. Um, so...
3: With that in mind, though, but what, what, what but what, I also got what,
0: defrauded by hedge fund out of $10.5 million way back in the day. I lost a lot of money during 2007. So,
3: and Madoff died in jail. Um, so, but yeah. you look at Devin getting a year, which is very strange because that was one of many, many things that man has markets. been hit with. Yeah. What's interesting, though, is if you look at any, you know, Rico cases against the mob, they always pick off the outer circle, they get them to fold on the yep. inner circle and they cut him a deal to squeal on the inside. So maybe that's what Devin did. Maybe Devin, well, but look, problem, Joe, it's trying deep, to be it's an optimist here. You think it's too deep?
0: I think it's too, I think the pe without the people, I think without the pressure from the people, I, and I, I want to say this over and over again, which is why I tell people, look, that you have to become an ambassador for truth. You have to become one that speaks up. And because um, and if you don't, then it gets buried because that's what they have the ability to do. That's why they throw all this other stuff at you is to create chaos. You have to focus. I mean, if I if I if I do anything for the people that listen to this podcast, and I know that we get you know fifty seventy five thousand downloads um for each podcast that people that watch it, practice, and I'm I'm grateful for that. But there's three hundred million people in the country, right? We have to we have to get to the place where it's not it's not seventy five thousand, it's 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 seventy five million, right? Because you know I'm sorry I'm sorry that that I mean I, I love Joe Rogan. I listen to Joe Rogan. I, I love the guy. He's he gets a little spicy too, but, um, you know, we have to talk about unfiltered truth. We unfettered truth. We have to be willing to, to challenge the status quo. And I just don't see a lot of these pundits that are out there doing that. I don't, I don't see them speaking truth to the place where they're, they're just putting it out there. You know, you have Kanakoa, which is a guy from Hawaii that puts out the stuff and I share it quite often. Um, he's just a, a young man that that frankly is from Hawaii great guy um I think he's Samoan super amazing and he just speaks unfettered truth right but you know 140,000 people follow him and I've got people to spread across all sorts of platforms and and uh but shouldn't it be 75 million shouldn't it be 100 million and we have to be that we have to be that person that we people to do that we have to become soldiers for truth and not even sharing it but just speaking it and i don't think we do it enough
3: well i like to have a little bit of optimism in all of this i've i mean i've been through i've been through criminal prosecution that was illegitimate but i've been through it and i see how they work i've seen how you know they, they go from the outside in and something of this magnitude the optimism again i'd say is it takes time we i mean from what i have between the stack of emails that i've gone through and this report you know, it, it makes the mob look like the Boy Scouts, what's been done. And these are people sitting in the highest office in the country and in the world. So all
0: right, so, so, so let's go through it, right? Um, so first of all, on the left, go ahead.
3: With the Blinken video, which you wanted to get to, the Blinken video, you have these communications and it's in the report. The Blinken and Newland were facilitating uh, any disturbances of Biden's son's role on Burisma. So it's interesting that now he's getting questioned, this was very recently, getting questioned about uh, apparently an FBI interview and or deposition. So I think they're going around cracking down on the group, but that's up to you to decide, Joe. Let's play, uh, what is it, A2? Let's play A3.
4: A3, A3. A3, A3. Congressional hearing with Secretary of State Anthony Blinken was supposed to get to the bottom of Biden's awful Afghanistan evacuation. But that didn't happen. Blanket is a massive dodging question, so we didn't get many answers. However, one thing did happen. Congressman Scott Perry went off script and asked the Secretary of State about Hunter Biden. Watch.
5: How long was your recent interview with the FBI, and was it a deposition? I'm sorry. I don't know what you're referring. Are you saying that you have not had a recent interview with the FBI since becoming Secretary of State? I'm... uh... I I'm not sure what you're referring to uh and I'm happy to take that uh up with you offline. Did the, did the state department turn over documents to the FBI related to Hunter Biden, Burisma and or the Blue State Strategies Co- Corporation? Uh you will have to uh so you ask have no knowledge the, uh, of this. You have had no you don't. You are you saying you have not, had, not had an interview it, it would, at the FBI would, since becoming secretary be of state? It would not be appropriate for me to comment uh, in a public forum on any uh, legal proceedings that the department. I'm not uh, asking will, you may may to comment. I'm not asking you to comment on the legal proceedings. I'm just asking if you've been interviewed by the FBI since becoming secretary of state. Um, again, I'm not going to comment one way or another on any uh, legal proceedings or not uh, that may or may not have uh, happened. Have um, you sought let, to- let me
6: remind the gentleman that the topic of this hearing is Afghanistan. That's what we are. I, I appreciate
5: it, Mr. Chairman, but the Secretary generally refuses to answer questions about Afghanistan, so I just figured we'd talk about something he should be intimately familiar with. Have you sought to alter any of your testimony from last year's Senate investigation regarding this topic? Mr. Secretary. Gentleman's time has
4: expired. The man asking those questions was Congressman Scott Perry of Pennsylvania, and he is now to react. Uh, Congressman, uh, it is very clear that the secretary of state was caught off guard. Uh, He was stumbling. So what was what were you getting at right there? Why did you choose that line of questioning? What do you know?
5: Well, Lawrence, first of all, thank you very much. It's better to offer no excuse than a series of bad excuses. And that hearing certainly proves to the American people that we have a poor excuse for secretary of state and an even worse one for president of the United States. But with that being said, listen, um, what we're trying to do is obviously Blinken is well coached. He wouldn't come in person. He's on video so he can he can prescript all the questions. We can't he you know, the the screen goes dark when 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 we're talking. So he has time to see our questions and hear our questions and then get an answer from his advisors before he actually answers. And he wasn't gonna answer any questions realistically on the horrific failure of Afghanistan. So I thought I'd talk to him about something that I knew was reported, that he had had conversations with the FBI and that potentially they'd called him back in because something's not matching up regarding his relationship uh, with Hunter Biden when he was Assistant Secretary of State. I think it's something that the American people ought to know. I question this Secretary of State's judgment and and his credibility regarding Afghanistan and everything else. And the fact that he's had a close relationship with Hunter Biden when he was assistant secretary of state regarding events in Ukraine, that's very concerning to the American people. So, Congressman, I I, I want to
4: slow you down for a second, because I think this is important for the audience to know. Are you saying that, you know, for a fact that he met with the FBI regarding his relationship with Hunter Biden? What do you know specifically about that?
5: Well, that's the report I'm getting. But I think that the press, quite honestly, ought to ask him like I asked him and he wouldn't answer. I can't confirm it. I'm not in the FBI and I'm not Secretary Blinken. There's one guy that can prefer uh, that that can confirm it. And that's Secretary Anthony Blinken.
4: Do you know anything about the relationship between Hunter Biden and the secretary? Because a lot of Americans are trying to figure out why is he contacting the deputy secretary of state? Will he be able, right. Would he be able let's, to do that if he wasn't down. Joe Biden? You
0: guys can go watch this. We'll put it in the thing. But, I, you know, the, the, the point is, is that before we get into that
3: video, let's let's clear the last sponsor. But we'll remind everyone that uh, tonight's episode is brought to you by AirMedCare Network. Uh, today's podcast is again sponsored by AirMedCare Network. Do you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road? Do you like to hike or spend a lot of time outdoors? Health insurance won't always cover the cost of an emergency medical flight, but with Care Network, you're covered. For as little as $85 per year, your whole household will be covered in case you ever need an air medical transport. And today, if you use the promo code DAILY, that is D-A-I-L-Y, you'll receive up to a $50 e-gift card back when you sign up today. Again, that is promo code DAILY, and do not go with the Amazon gift card. Jeff Bezos does not need any more money.
0: Um, he's asking some really hard questions. And those hard questions, Blinken couldn't answer. He, well, he couldn't could, answer. He
3: didn't want to. There's a difference. He, he could. He didn't, he didn't watch, want to. Uh,
0: By not uh, answering, uh, he already uh, answered it. Interesting. Form. He said, yeah, he absolutely did goes back did to answer. the
3: emails. Hunter and Devin are trying to broker a contact, uh, you know, a, a, a get, getting him out there in Ukraine. I'm reading the report now. Anthony Blinken, Amos Hochstein victoria newland go figure uh that is one one mention in the article uh, uh so here for example after joining burisma's board biden and archer subsequently requested meetings with senior state department officials including then, yeah. secretary, of kerry, then secretary of state john kerry and then deputy secretary of state anthony blinken so it's all it's it's all blinken knows it. yeah the problem is joe if with a crime is this big up. and this massive it uh, we need people. We need pressure. We need people
0: pressure. We need people. Well, we, pressure. We, we need the people, we need people to hammer it. I, we I people, believe we, yeah. we, we need people literally to, to walk door to door and say, are you ready? Oh, no, I'm not ready. Go to the next door. Are you ready? Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm going go to go next door. Go. Are you ready? And get people to get in the streets. Look at, at some point. This is not, they want to have, they want to say that Antifa describes defines us as a country. They wanna say BLM defines us. They wanna say that Blinken and Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and these just mindless pieces of trash define us. They wanna steal elections and we have to get down to the bottom of it, which is that is the problem. The problem is people have been selected, not elected. And we have some of the dumbest human beings that are literally greedy and power hungry. Those are the people in positions of power and authority on both sides of the aisle. So the GOP, they can kiss my ass. The DNC, they can kiss my ass. At some point we got to, we got to, we got to call it what it is. These are not nothing but a bunch of cabalish mafioso shitbags. But here's the problem. The mafia at least had a code. They at least had a code. They left enough food on the table for the people. They had a code. There is no code. These people don't have a code because they don't have a conscience and they're just a bunch of sociopathic psychopaths if you could put those two together.
3: And your mention about BLM and Antifa wanting that to be the future of the country. Yeah, because they so skillfully indoctrinated an entire generation to be mad at something so they wouldn't be mad at them. The people that told them to go be mad at this over there were distracting them and they did a very good job at it, distracting the next generation from realizing who they really should be mad at. And they did it and they turned you know they, they, they turned the people on the people so that's that's what they've been doing that's how they've been getting filthy rich they've been going into these third world countries robbing them pillaging them and and then they go oh that's that guy over there
0: that's who you need to blame that's your problem not us right, not listen, us over here in our rolls royce him and, and i want you to know why i'm so dangerous because i've seen it yeah. i've seen it i've seen all of it i've been to the most opulent places in the entire world I've also been to the slums of the entire, Kibera. 1.1 square miles, 1.2 million people live within it. Several tribes live in there. Crime runs rampant at night. People lock down their little huts. They're built on top of each other. You know, World Vision's been there for 30 years, three decades, and four decades now. And all they have to show for it is pit latrines. I mean, it's pretty disgusting actually, what can't get accomplished in a place of great poverty. And we're doing the same thing in our own country. So I've seen it all. You, you, there's nothing you can't put in front of me where I haven't seen it. Yeah, I was a tech CEO, but before that I did a bunch of good, cool stuff. And I got to see a bunch of things of just the worst of the worst in people and the best of the best in people. Why do you And think that's they had where to we're sho- at right now. Why do you think they board. had
3: to shove people in boxes for two years? It's like the allegory of the cave. Why do you think they had to tell everyone lockdown mass this, don't look, don't look, don't look. Because if you looked, you'd realize like me telling you, Joe, put a, put this blindfold on, and I'm like, digging around in your back pocket, like, well, what are you doing? No, I'm fine, just, and then your wallet's gone. But they did that to everyone. They did it to the whole world. And then they sit there and say, this is what you have to do next. You know what they also found on his laptop? DOD encryption keys. So then you start really seeing these whispers of investigations and interrogations of guys at the highest level in the government, the whispers of the, the son of the president, the dark prince of Georgetown with an impending indictment. And then you find out he has encryption keys from the yep. DOD on the laptop. wonder who gave those to him. Maybe maybe the people that are being questioned, maybe the people that uh, um, blockaded any uh, oversight over his role at Burisma, making something like $83,000 a month uh, to handle corporate governance. If smoking crack is corporate governance, I didn't really see any uh, qualifications on, on Hunter's resume besides hopping around in, in that report, there are all these different secret service logs of where he went. And then there's a time frame in 2014 where he shook the secret service from following him, but he went everywhere. Abu Dhabi, Qatar, uh, Philippines, uh, Manila, uh, Seoul, uh, Dohar, everywhere. I mean, literally everywhere in the world he went and he was invoicing all of this private business, uh, for uh see, you know secret service and all of those bills going to us were being done for private uh, at the expense of us for private business in which he and his family and cronies got filthy rich off of you know made him you know he makes a gazillion dollars as he says as he's in the hotel room with that stripper or hooker uh so it makes you wonder where these these encryption keys ended up on the laptop and how how really compromised this first family is mr producer if you could pull up a5 here's a. We're going we're gonna to set the stage for uh, the Biden narrative that no one in the, and John Kerry did the same thing too. He's like, oh, I, and then he got called in, the, it's in the report. Uh, his bluff got called because he had communicated with someone saying, oh, I had no idea that Chris Hines, his stepson or son-in-law uh, was involved in Burisma. I had no idea, right? And so did Biden. And then is saying, oh, my, you know, my dad didn't. So Mr. Producer, please play A5. Thank you.
7: Did you and your father ever discuss Ukraine?
3: No. As I said,
6: the only time was after a news account, and it wasn't a discussion in any way. There's no but to this, no.
7: When he said, I hope you know what you're doing, what did he think you were doing?
6: Well, he read the press reports that I joined the board of Burisma, which was a Ukrainian natural gas company. And there's been a a, a lot of misinformation about me, not about my dad. Nobody buys that. But it buys this idea that I was unqualified to be on the board.
7: What were your qualifications to be on the board of Burisma?
6: Well, I was vice chairman of the board of Amtrak for five years. I was the chairman of the board of the U.N. World Food Program. I was a lawyer for Boys Schiller, Flexner, one of the most prestigious law firms in the world.
7: You didn't have any extensive knowledge about natural gas or Ukraine itself, though.
6: Uh, no, but I think that I had as much knowledge as anybody else who was on the board.
7: If your last name wasn't Biden, do you think you would have been asked to be on the board of Burisma? I don't know.
6: I don't know. Probably not. I, I don't think that there's a lot of things that would have happened in my life that, uh, that if my last name wasn't Biden.
7: Why did you leave the board in April?
6: It's a five-year term.
7: And you yeah, chose, not, did, to chose not to continue. I
6: chose not to. Why? I think it's pretty obvious why. <laughs>
7: This is your opportunity to say why.
6: Well, because this is what becomes a distraction, because I have to sit here and answer these questions. And so that's why I've committed that I won't serve on any boards or I won't work um, uh, directly for any foreign entities when my dad becomes president.
7: Do you regret being on the board to begin with?
6: No, I don't regret being on the board. What I regret is not taking into account that there would be a Rudy Giuliani um, and, a, um, and a president of the United States that would be listening to this, this ridiculous conspiracy idea. Did I make a mistake? Well, maybe in the, in, in the grand scheme of things, yeah. But did I make a mistake based upon some un- uh, ethical lapse? Absolutely not. And the Trump children
7: have been criticized for doing similar sorts of look, that's, that, I, I don't
6: Look, unlike them, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about them. I really don't. It's all noise. And what they do is they create just an enormous amount of noise. I have to then answer questions about accusations made by probably the most unethical group of people that we've ever seen in this.
3: Most unethical.
6: Unethical. unethical.
0: Doing what? Building businesses? Show me me what he did It's unethical. The fortunate thing about it. Show me what uh, he did unethical. uh, The honorable thing about Trump is
3: every business he built, he did it here and he employed Americans to do it. Yeah. that's that that that's it's, the it's, irony it's, of it. Wait, wait until we get into what we have later on. I mean, this the fact that he's not in handcuffs now. So all of this grandstanding. Right, let's go right,
0: to, let's just let's jump into a six.
3: Yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna hop from China to Kazakhstan to Ukraine to the Congo to you know right. all over the place. So
0: <laughs> Chinese Chinese energy for the Chinese energy firm chairman gifted Hunter Biden an $80,000 diamond after he agreed to help expand the business by making introductions for $10 million a year. A new book, Laptop from Hell, claimed by Hunter Biden, helped expand Chinese influence in America for $10 million a year and an $80,000 diamond. This is crazy. In her book, uh, Miranda Devine uh, claims that James Gillier, a formal SAS officer, recommended uh, Yi uh, Yingming the chairman of CEFC China, link up with the Bidens. He reportedly connected Yi and Hunter Biden through family friend Rob Walker. Gilear then reportedly enlisted Tony Bobulinski. Bobulinski, but by the way, Bobulinski, we're trying to get him on. I'd yep. love to have him on the podcast. Um, help in setting up a Chinese joint venture later revealed it for Hunter Biden and the CEFC China. To see the deal, Devin claims he offered Hunter $10 million a year for three years and sent him a diamond worth eighty thousand dollars shortly after six million dollars was wired into rob walker's account which the department of treasury deemed suspicious hunter soon reported regularly received regular payments from walker's business so he laundered money through all this he, he laundered money as well you take it down mr producer but he, he laundered money if you look at the and bank and records, it gets
3: worse millions here yeah. there everywhere i mean like four or five three you know back and forth back and forth monthly
0: yeah so it's- so the other part is and we maybe we talk about this next is that there's a email from the new york post there's an art uh a, a uh and i'll read the sub the subheadings on it but there's a uh video that we have let's play a7
3: so cefc is chinese energy fund uh, uh committee it goes into a uh, sound in a second
0: Care. Well, the email uh, fell down 80% of the shares, so two new companies will be split putting 20% to 18 and a number two by 18. Each referred Hunter, while the big guy the the Another email from August 2017 illustrates yield deal Hunter was exposed to be raked $10 million per year as a half owner of the In the email, Hunter describes how he has the terms of the herd the contract. Consulting fees is one piece of these for our income stream, but the the proposal by the chairman was so much more interesting to me. My family is able to help me partner and that in that green profit from the AB investment. He has reported not been seen since he has taken a cut of the Chinese government in 2018. Emails were discovered as part of the trove of data the laptop provided by the Rudy Giuliani. This is a New York Post video. That's not pretty all good that. on that, huh? Yeah, no, I was. That's I was, not all.
3: I, I for some reason I thought I had the one that had the narration to it, but Joe handled that fine. Uh, I narrated it for you, the audio so, version. So you you think like you know, politics. Everyone knows politicians are dirty. They do something, they get something somewhere, and they. you yeah. know It's a given. It's a given of the industry. These people went into politics to go into business and they said, screw everyone else. That's it. Everything, there was no way in hell that these people had a spare second to do anything that they sold the American people or, you know, the first few times around, whatever, whether it's, you know, uh, 2004, 2008, 2012, whether they were stolen or not, all of the scams that they told the people that they were going to do for them, there was not one second left if you look at the flight logs, if you look at the travel logs, and then you look at the, just the un, unrestrained greed of billions and billions of, of dollars that, you know, when is enough enough? You know, you, it, it's if you give a mouse a cookie, if you give uh, a, a crackhead a private equity fund, he's going to just, you know, keep running around the world and, and doing everything for, for uh, an endless amount of money. So we have the thing pop up in Kazakhstan, A8, Mr. Producer. So Kazakhstan recently gets destabilized. This is also really fascinating. Hunter Biden traveled to broker. This is when he shook the Secret Service detail. Wonder why. So Hunter Biden tried to broker a $120 million oil deal between Chinese energy firm now under U.S. sanctions, of which is held in Bohai Harvest, from my understanding, I believe, uh, that this firm is held, there's a stake, stakeholder uh, percentage to Rosemont Seneca via Bohai Harvest yeah. in this firm. Now under U.S. sanctions, so a company that, um, and and so the funny thing is, they said that Biden had to divest from these holdings, and he did in name, but the LLCs are still tied in. So. Very, very creative. But Chinese energy firm now under U.S. sanctions and former Kazakhstan prime minister who has now been accused of treason and was arrested. I'm not sure if you remember that. We discussed this probably two months ago when it started to fall in that coup attempt. And again, you know, Soros is somewhere to be seen in Ukraine talking and uh, in, in Afghanistan t- talking about, you know, uh, serving the underprivileged. Yet he's always running around with these these corporate mobsters. Uh, so his intention was to uh, pocket a, a, a fortune, and all this, again, is on the laptop. But again, this is when he shakes the Secret Service detail. wonder why. Mr. Producer, if you want to uh, pull up uh, A10. A- a- now, remember, Joe, We I think on the morning we discussed this, the guy from Kazakhstan that bought Hunter a Fisker $142,000 car, uh, which was a company yeah. funded by taxpayers, endorsed by Obama and Biden, that went bankrupt and ended up... Wiping out I think a total five hundred and twenty million dollars of investor value, which really was just taxpayer money, so it's like Biden is making a deal with Fisker, pushing that around taxpayer money goes bankrupt. You know the guy's from Staple Street, Lehman Brothers goes bankrupt, and it's literally just an endless ponzi scheme, so uh the guy right, take it down the guy that he's meeting with is former security chief, this is guy arrested for treason, and uh a <laughs> eleven is a pretty damning photo to show what these people's intentions were while they were overseas and why possibly he might have decided to shake the secret service so here he is with masimov who was arrested for treason for the coup that took place in kazakhstan and then you wonder well why why what, what who are the players in the game that wanted to have and what's what's and, that
0: and, and rakachev and kazakhstan's former prime minister right this is not a small this is not a small deal this is an actual big deal and this just shows you how deep it gets and it keeps going deeper yeah let's go to it's a, a kind if, of we, can, go to eight, we already had 810 excuse me uh, 812, to, uh,
3: 812. this is cobalt in the Congo Hunter Biden uh Bohai harvest setting up president's son part owner of a venture involved in 3.8 billion dollar purchase by a Chinese conglomerate of one of the world's largest cobalt deposits Metal is key ingredient in batteries for electric vehicles. Again, that's why we left all the equipment behind in Afghanistan eighty something billion dollars in American military equipment, so the Chinese could take it, or the Taliban could take it, and the Taliban would serve as the mercenaries, or you know the Praetorian Guard of the Taliban or of the Chinese as yep. they're coming into Bagram. And then what is what does Afghanistan sit on? It sits on a trillion dollars of lithium. And we've we, we've also mentioned that these you know China wants to commandeer. The electric vehicle market they need musk out of the way and so they have all the components and biden said you know and then biden goes after musk recently and says you know 20 percent tax we need to hammer you because that's the whole point what what on a surface level we see is compromise i can't uh, imagine what the real compromise is
0: yeah so so this is the thing they're going to only go after the 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 um billionaires that they want to go after See, all the others will be given loopholes. All the others will be given free entitlements and more money and we'll push hide in it in the Caymans. That, that's exactly what they'll do. And so we're, we're talking about someone who didn't play ball. And that's what, you know, Elon Musk has not played ball. Matter of fact, he was told that his company was not gonna be successful. They did everything they can to shut him down. And he just kept on just engineering new solutions. Even down to, by the way, if you've ever read his book, which I did, I read his book. But if you, if you read the book about Elon Musk, it talks about the fact that he was on the verge of going bankrupt. And all of a sudden he just things started to fall into place in the like 13th hour. And then all yeah. of a sudden they're like, okay, let, let's go further and further. A lot of his compensation is tied to the stock price and this, which he's hit on multiple fronts. I think he's either the second or the third richest person in the world. Is no, he's that the true? First.
3: He's the first. now. I mean, is questionably he? about Vladimir Putin is the richest person in the world. Yeah. Um, Claims of him being worth two to three hundred billion, but on paper, I think it's Musk. But again, what does that really matter when the federal government is just going to say, "No, we're going to take half this." You know, it's all, it's all, it's all theoretical value in in in, in reality for you know much of his much of his holdings. And so then we we just we you know we're going. It's kind of like the Clinton Global Initiative, where you follow them around. You know, they go over here, they go over there, and then fifty million dollars goes in for speaking fees, and then this and that. And it's just weird. It's like there's a bag of money following the airplane. And so, okay, then we go. so
0: let's, yeah, go we, let's, it. let's get right into it if we can, uh, because we're running out of time and I want to make sure we get it all in, but let's go to a 15. This is um, embarrassing moment. FBI cyber chief admits not knowing what the agency has done with Hunter Biden's seized laptop as Florida Republican, Matt Gates whips out a copy of the hard drive and has it admitted into Congress as evidence. The Florida lawmaker is currently under investigation for sex trafficking claims, which is not true. And he found that th- th- by the, by the the person that did that was arrested. He asked how America's, Americans are supposed to trust the FBI if the cyber division cannot establish the whereabouts of Hunter Biden's laptop. Gates claims to be in possession of the laptop's hard drive, likely a copy. House Judiciary Chair Jerry Nadler stopped him from entering into the record, but changed his mind a short while after further investigation gates also introduced the spook cried wolf resolution aimed at stripping security clearances from intel experts who called the laptop russian disinformation that would include that piece of trash cia agent which by the way i have to keep a a rolodex of pictures just so you know of people people so that when i meet people in the street i can make sure that i'm not meeting someone that's uh is a part of that group but but aa16 all right, so we're, we're going to go ahead and play this. And probably not in entirety, but we'll put it into the... It's worth tell entirety. You where to watch it. All right, so then we'll watch the whole thing. It's going to be six minutes. Watch the whole thing. We'll be right back afterwards. Maybe some commentary during. Pay A16, please.
1: So where is it? The laptop.
2: Sir, I'm not here to talk about the laptop. I'm here to talk about the FBI cyber
1: program. You are the assistant director of FBI cyber. I want to know where Hunter Biden's laptop is. Where is it?
2: Sir, I don't know that answer.
1: That is astonishing to me. Is, has, has FBI cyber assessed whether or not Hunter Biden's laptop could be a point of vulnerability, allowing America's enemies to hurt our country?
2: Sir, the FBI cyber program is based off of what's codified in Title 18, or um, Title 18, Section 1030, a code which talks about computer intrusions, right, using nefarious intent. Well, you've talked
1: about passwords here. I mean, Hunter Biden's password on his laptop was Hunter02. He drops it off at a repair store. I'm holding the receipt from Max Computer Repair, where in December 2019, they turned over this laptop to the FBI. And what now you're telling me right here is that as the assistant director of FBI cyber, you don't know where this is after it was turned over to you three years ago.
2: Yes, sir, that's an accurate statement.
1: How are Americans supposed to trust that you can protect us from the next colonial pipeline if it seems that you can't locate a laptop that was given to you three years ago from the first family potentially creating vulnerabilities for our country?
2: Sir, it's, it's not in the purview of my investigative responsibilities.
1: But, but that is shocking that, that you wouldn't, as the assistant director of cyber, know whether or not there are international business deals, kickbacks, shakedowns that are on this laptop that would make the first family suspect to to some sort of compromise. Mr. Assistant Director, have you assessed whether or not the first family is compromised as a result of the Hunter Biden laptop?
2: Sir, as a representative of the FBI cyber program, it is not in the realm of my responsibilities to deal with the questions that you're asking me.
1: Has anyone at FBI cyber been asked to make assessments whether or not the laptop creates a point of vulnerability? Sir, we have multiple lines of investigative
2: responsibility in the FBI. They're all available in public source.
1: I would think you'd know this one. I mean, I would think that if the president's son, who does international business deals, referencing the now president with the Chinese, with Ukrainians, I mean, have you assessed whether or not the Hunter Biden laptop gives Russia the ability to harm our country?
2: Sir, again... We can do this back and forth for the next couple of minutes. I don't have any information about the Hunter Biden laptop or the
1: investigation. But should you, Gates? I mean, you're broken. the Assistant Director of FBI Cyber. By my by the block and line chart, no, sir. I should not. Who should Who should we put in that chair to ask questions about this laptop that FBI has had for three years, sir? I'm not. I'm. I'm not in a position
2: to. Make a recommendation of who should say So you
1: don't have it. You don't know who has it. You don't know where it is. You're the assistant director. You know, earlier you talked about whether or not you were the Grant Hill or the Christian Laettner. It sounds like you're the Chris Weber trying to call a timeout when you don't have one. So I mean, who is it? Do you uh-huh. even know who has it? Do you know who we should put in that chair to ask these questions to? No, sir. I don't know who has it. Well, could you find out and tell us? You're going to have to give us briefings, thanks to Mr. Liu and Mr. Massey's question about whether or not the FBI was taking a $5 million test drive on the Pegasus system that was being used to target people in politics, people in government, people in the media, people in American life. So will you commit to give us a briefing as the assistant director of FBI cyber as to where the laptop is, whether or not it's a point of vulnerability, whether or not the American people should wonder whether or not the first family is compromised?
2: Sir, I'd be happy to take your request back to our office.
3: He sounds ecstatic. I mean, will you advocate so. for
2: that briefing? As an sure. you will, you will? I will be happy to take your request back to the FBI headquarters.
1: Well, will you? Do you believe that that is a briefing that the Congress is is worthy of having? I guess,
2: sir, I am I'm, I'm not going to answer that question. I'm here to talk. The invitation, is that, is that time The invitation says. Oversight of the FBI's cyber division. It does not say
1: anything. Well, about well right, but I mean, this is, this is a cyber asset. It's this is a, a point of vulnerability. Asset. If there are passwords, if there are business deals, if there are references to things that could harm our country, like, you can't even sit here right now and say that you know that there's not a point of vulnerability. Maybe there are other crimes, maybe there are tax issues or whatever, but as it relates to, our I mean, it, is the first family sufficient cyber infrastructure to protect you don't even know if they're compromised. Tell you what, Mr. Chairman, I seek unanimous consent to enter into the record of this committee the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop, which I'm in possession of.
8: I'm not.
4: Hmm? Whoa!
3: Whoa! I it was worth watching I no the whole thing, Joe. Watch Slob Nadler come in. It's like the Penguin from Sorry, Batman.
5: I can't say no
1: I've, ne- I've never
3: had. I will
5: object law. pending further uh, investigation. Well, and
1: what's the basis of that
5: objection? It's,
1: a unanimous, consent request. it's a unanimous consent request, and I object pending. Well, I have a subsequent question, Mr. Per- per- Chairman. I seek unanimous consent to enter into the record the receipt may very well be
5: from entered- the Mac shop. It may very well be entered into the record after we look at it further.
1: Very well,
0: Chairman, um, Mr. Chairman, I have a Mr. subsequent unanimous consent. Second, got a unanimous consent. Oh,
1: I'm sorry. Mr. Chairman, I seek unanimous consent to enter into the record the receipt from the Department this, of Mr. Justice. Mr. Chairman,
0: this is Deming. Am next?
5: Without objection.
0: It's
3: happening. All right, Joe. Take it down. It's happening.
0: Yeah, it, it's, it's happening if we, if we press on it. But the problem is, we don't, have enough, we don't have enough people in the public that are willing to step in the public square. And so we have to make sure, I've said this before, over and over and over again, that we have to create density and we have to get in the gap. That doesn't mean that we just stand there and just wait around for things to happen. We have to make things happen. We have to push on the gas. We have to do the things every single day, show up, wake up in the morning, put our shoes on and push towards accountability. We got one more video to show. We are almost out of time and I want to just get this in. So The if
3: Johnson one's a little bit long, That's so fun. Fun. If you want to play the first two minutes, it gets to the chase of what they're discussing but look we could uh, if you guys in the comments want to leave this leave your opinion we can we can go down the rabbit hole on this i think it's the most important pressing thing of our time and the guys i know that have had their hands involved in this whole laptop deal uh, they will go down in history as the paul reveres and the founding fathers what they did for this country is what the in a modern context will be done jack Maxey. Uh, you know Vishpur my friend uh, former producer at War Room Steve Bannon these are guys that you know cut weight from a lot of people that are just here to play the cycle and 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 play for their own gain these are guys that have put their life well-being safety of their themselves and their family on the line and i hope from the developments we're seeing that if we can keep the noise up it will it will pay off and and the how the you know they will clear shop on these people so if you want to well if you want to yeah no go ahead john sorry i cut you off
0: no i just think we play for the first two minutes and then we'll drop it in the comments
3: all righty
5: i'll turn it over to senator johnson to provide additional examples
8: of the media's attack last congress i yield the floor thanks senator grassley I first want to thank the senior senator from the state of Iowa for his tenacity in pursuing the truth and ignoring all the false attacks leveled against us during the course of our multi-year investigations into corruption at the highest levels of the federal government. Both Both of us have been first-hand witnesses and at the same time victims of the dishonesty of our Democrat Senate colleagues and their willing accomplices in the media. When it comes to our investigation into the vast web of foreign financial entanglements of the Biden family, those attacks have had one goal in mind, to cover up the extent to which President Biden might be, and almost certainly is, compromised. Over the course of our investigation into how Hunter Biden used his father's position and name to enrich himself and his family, the dishonest press published countless stories reporting on the Democrats' false charge that Senator Grassley and I were soliciting and disseminating Russian disinformation. Once we issued our September and November 2020 reports, which were based almost exclusively on US source documents and interviews with US citizens the media largely ignored it. When they did write a story, they declared that our reports found nothing new, a classic media cover up. I've always said the bias in the media is revealed far more in what they don't report than what they actually do report.
3: A lot of good stuff coming, Joe. A lot of content for a lot of episodes.
0: Yeah, it is, and we're going to continue to hammer on it every single day, Um, and we're going to be hammering on a lot of other things. We're going to talk about vaccine injuries tomorrow and the fact that they're kicking right before graduation. They're kicking those that did not get vaccinated at the Air Force Academy. They're kicking them out of the Air Force Academy. They're giving them a week. So they graduate in six weeks. They're saying, if you don't, you will not graduate, and they're giving them a week to uh, basically get the vaccine or get kicked out after serving four years in the Air Force Academy to uh, move on, they've asked for, um, this is just another story that we're gonna be running in the next couple of days. There are massive amounts of evil going on in our society, even given all of the massive amounts of side effects that are happening with the the, uh, uh, vaccine, they're still shoving it down the throats of our our, uh, men and women. Who are serving in the military so we'll be doing that story as well this is a story we're going to be concentrating on and we're going to be pushing really hard on getting information from garrett uh Ziegler who Ziegler, who has been pushing the down the down the path with marco polo about hunter biden he's the one that originally started on this uh, this deep dive um, we're going to get a bunch of information from him we're going to go through a report and hopefully we'll get that done in the next couple of weeks where we literally will sit down and do a three or four hour podcast um, broadcast where we literally let, lay it out for you about everything that's in Hunter Biden's um, deal. So I just want you to know that uh, we're going to dig into the bottom of it. We're, we're not, until we get to the very bottom, we're not going to stop. We're going to do everything we can to uh, get all of you to step to the middle of the gap and, and uh, create density. We, we have to be the warriors you have to be able to stand up can't wait for somebody else to do it for you that's it we're out of time you want to do the close, joe i do want to do the close. so hey listen follow us on rumble and if you don't follow us on rumble follow us on rumble but follow us on other places as well so telegram you can follow us at conservative daily you can follow me at joe oltman um, you can also follow me on true social at joe oltman we're making some, some changes to the intro and outro, so just look for those things to change. We're also gonna be making sure that we do video uh, for our sponsors, that we just interrupt it for one minute where they just play the video and get right back to it. Um, so a couple of major changes that we have coming on. We have memberships that are gonna to launch tomorrow. So please become a member. We'll try to describe it first thing in the morning or maybe at the, later in the day tomorrow uh, so you have the ability to support this show specifically. Um, if you want to f- listen to us live, you can go to conservative daily.com. You can go to DLive, uh, Twitch, um, Rumble, uh, CloudHub, Hub, Frank Speech. And if you want to, and we're going to be adding a couple more to that as well. Um, if you want to listen to us in the audio version, you can go to Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible. Um, please go over, give us a five-star review and we'll see a bunch of new people on here. If you can just go over, give us a five-star review, download it. Um, we would appreciate it. If you need a reminder, when we go live, you can text eight, uh, freedom to eight, nine, five, one, seven. Um, that's freedom to eight, nine, five, one, seven. You can also sign up and subscribe to our newsletter. That'll help you get the things that we're going to be doing related to the, uh, fax blasts and phone calls and letters. Uh, to Congress, we're also gonna be creating something that will allow you to do it at the state level as well. Um, Other than that, listen, we're at a critical time in history. We're gonna push hard, we're gonna stay focused. You need to stay focused. I don't care about Will Smith or Jada Pinkett or any of the rest of these people. All of that is just effluvium, it's trash. What I wanna concentrate on is the things that are causing you pain and are causing the most vulnerable among us to not have opportunity in the future. So those are the things we're gonna concentrate on and we're gonna do so by you know adhering to the ethical and moral standards of not just our nation but God's God's word. So um, that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Joe Altman,
3: and I'm Jake Frejo.
0: And I just want to tell you that the fight is not won, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together. God bless you, and I'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow.